fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome into the program. It is a brand new week, ready to start a whole nother one. I'm excited. I have, I don't know how much of this I want to talk about today. Got to be honest, I wrote down a whole like page of notes. And I don't know if I want to cover a lot of this today. There's other things that are just popping up as we go along here, and we'll try and cover as much of it as we can. Welcome into the show. It's a brand new week, brand new day. Hopefully, you're getting off ready to enjoy an adult beverage or two there on the way, not on the way home, but after you get home, get all settled in. You know what I'm saying. Welcome into the show, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. All over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, we appreciate you, your Millennial General, reporting for duty like we do every single day of the, really six days a week, really five days a week for our national broadcast. I do a local show here in the Wichita, Kansas area on Saturdays. We are talking on the radio six days a week, and it's kind of fun. Kind of enjoy doing that. Bottom of the hour, Drew Allen, host of the Drew Allen Show podcast. He's from Texas. He's living in California. Why you would do the reverse movement of what everybody else is doing boggles my mind. But, hey, we love having him on the show, and we'll chat with him in just a little bit. Hopefully you had a great weekend. It was beautiful here in the Wichita area where I'm based out of. It was warm. It was like 60 degrees. We got outside a little bit, got to enjoy, got to get a little bit of sun, and I think we're supposed to get like 10 inches of snow tomorrow. So that's awesome. Welcome to wintertime and climate change. Thank you, Al Gore and AOC. You have saved me from the extreme ridiculous weather patterns that we see each and every day. I got a lot done this weekend, although it was still restful at the same time. I We were working with the Hoosier Media Network, and for those that don't know, that's my home business, and got to work on that a little bit, you know, running wires, setting up computers, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of fun. I personally enjoy that because I'm a nerd that way, but I also got some R&R time, and I'm a little sad, I have to admit. I finished up two, I repeat, two TV series that I was in the middle of. We finished them, and it made me sad a little bit. I get very emotionally tied to shows. I don't know why. It's always been that way. I cry. like Seriously, I get a tear in my eye every single time I finish a show because I get so emotionally attached to the characters, I don't want it to end. Like, please just continue on with your life. I want to continue to see you go. I did that as a kid with Home Improvement. When Home Improvement, you know, with Tim Allen, when that show was all done, I'm like, why would you end this show? It's a, just keep going. I just want to see it. I've watched the show 24 with Jack Bauer. I've watched, I have all eight seasons on DVD, eight or nine seasons, I forget now. And I've watched all of them at least four to five times. All of them. Because again, it's Jack Bauer. He's the most patriotic guy. I still say that it is not a TV show, but it is a documentary on preparing yourself for terrorist activity in the country. I still think that it's more so of a preparation for what could come as opposed to just an entertaining TV show. But this weekend, I finished up two shows. Number one, I finished up Vikings uh, from the History Channel, like the really super-duper popular show from a couple years ago. I had never seen it. We started it, I don't know, a couple months ago, and we worked our way through it, and I cried a lot when that show was done because I absolutely loved it. Uh, It was a wonderful story, and I really want to go back and watch it again. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the culture part of it. I enjoy the storyline. I enjoy the fact that they tie in history with it. It was a phenomenal show if you like aged appropriate or or time shows like that with different time eras. 
Uh, I thought it was absolutely wonderful. I finished it. All six seasons, boom, it's done, it's over. Now I don't know what to do with myself. We also finished up the TV show, uh, and you're going to laugh at this one, but we finished up Cobra Kai that originally started as a YouTube show, and now it's on Netflix, and they just had season four, like literally just posted, and we watched it in like two weeks, and it's done. And it, it's done now. What do, Now they're going to announce season five, So now, but now we have to wait like another year and a half for a season five to come out. And I'm very heartbroken. So now I'm open. So if you're watching the live stream or if you want to email me, who's your media network at gmail.com, I would love to get your your thoughts on what I should start next. Because now I'm open. I don't have a show that I'm in the middle of now. I need to watch something different. I'm waiting for at the end of this month, there is a spinoff of uh, Vikings called Vikings Valhalla. And it's on Netflix. And I, I can't wait to watch that one. So I'm waiting. But I'm a month away from that. What do I do until then? I got to wait for a year for Cobra Kai to come back. So I have a few ideas. The Last Kingdom, which is another Viking show-ish on Netflix, that's coming out with season four, and I'm waiting impatiently for that one, but that's a few months out right now. I'm also ready to finish off Walking Dead when Walking Dead comes back, but that's kind of, I've kind of lost interest in that one. The storyline kind of went a little strange, and then COVID hit when a virus actually broke out. I find it ironic, and they stopped producing Walking Dead, and they were about ready to wrap it up anyway. So now, like, part two of the three-part, like, finale season is about ready to be released. I didn't watch the last one. I need to catch up on that one. So I'm ready for that. I think I'm going to start Yellowstone because a lot of people talk about Yellowstone as well. So I think I may start Yellowstone now. And Ozark. I have not watched Ozark. People say that I need to watch Ozark as well. So that's on my potential list. Not quite sure. Your thoughts. You can let me know on the social media streams or you can email me. Who's your media network at gmail.com. What is the next series that you're addicted to? I need to watch something. Just like we watch an episode or two at night to go to bed to relax, unwind. That's what we do of whatever it is. And I'm thinking Yellowstone may be the next one. I don't know. I, I don't know what else to watch. The wife watched Breaking Bad. I didn't get into that as much as she did. I don't understand the fascination with a guy just cooking meth. I I, I don't get that. It was entertaining, but uh, I wasn't sucked into that one. I really enjoyed Lost. That one was fun. 24, obviously, was my show. I don't know. I don't know what else there is. I miss a lot of shows. I'm a nostalgic kind of guy. I go back and watch reruns of House. Dr. House, you know, Dr. Gregory House, like the smartest doctor on TV. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed Home Improvement. We're watching reruns of South Park. We're watching reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, I enjoy my nostalgic shows because I feel connected to those guys. So a new one, I really need to be sucked into it. And I don't know what else to do. So let me know your thoughts. I'd love to get there. Uh, outside of that, it was a great weekend. Got a lot done. Felt really prog- uh, productive. Although I am getting nervous. And this segues, I guess, perfectly into kind of what I wanted to mention here. The ongoing saga of the Joe Rogan podcast and the censorship going on there. And for those that don't know, there has been uh, a lot of, uh, not a lot, there's been a few of like 1970s hippie artists that have decided to vacate themselves from Spotify because they don't want to be associated with a uh, an outlet for their product to be out there uh, if they're associated with Joe Rogan, who's spreading, quote-unquote, misinformation. It is totally absurd. Yeah, I know. You're, sorry, you're not fake news. You are fake news. You're not fake news. So the next question is, what's going on here? And there's been a bit of an update over the weekend. Is Joe Rogan, I believe today or yesterday maybe, posted a live video of him really explaining and talking about the issue. Now, I like Joe Rogan. I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I'm a big fan of his podcast. I listen occasionally i've said this before but i don't listen to a lot of talk radio or podcasts because number one i don't like to get other people's talking points to use the same on my program and two i just don't have time 
I'm an operations manager for seven radio stations, and I have a lot of other duties outside of that as well. I just don't have time to listen to talk radio, nor do I really want to because I don't want their same talking points getting in my head to regurgitate what they're saying. I like my original thoughts. I like my commonsensicalism that we use on this show. And yes, I just made up that word because we try to bring reason and common sense. And as a millennial, I don't relate to the same talking points as what a 40 or 50 year old individual is doing on the radio as well. I think that we have an interesting perspective from a younger generation and a younger demo. Now, I have my political views, and I am a biased talk. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a reporter. I'm a opinionated commentary guy. I bring on experts, and then I talk about them. Some of them, I majoritively, I bring on that agree with my opinion. I try to bring on people sometimes that disagree with my opinion, and then we hash it out and have fun and do a little bit of sparring, and then we talk about why they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, right? But I'm open-minded because we try to bring on all those sides, and we try to break it down for the common sense Everyday Joe Schmo individual just trying to live their life and put the world into perspective, bringing that guidance and that wisdom into a world of information overload. And I got to admit that Joe Rogan does essentially the same thing. Now, this is important to me because my home business, the Hoosier Media Network, what I'm doing as my side project is essentially this. I do video and audio production for podcast shows. If they want to start a podcast, if they need someone just to, you know, edit it out and put the final touches on it, put all the graphics on it, and then upload it and do their job, where all they have to do is just create the content, that's what my side business is, is I create it. And it seems like the podcasting world started because it wasn't formatted like a TV or radio show. You had more free reign. You could go as long or as short as you actually wanted to. You didn't have to worry about hard commercial breaks. You could just go, and you could talk about anything. You could use vulgarity. You could talk about any topic you wanted to. It was essentially what the Internet used to be with everybody doing whatever the heck they wanted to. It was the wild, wild west, which, by the way, is the way it should be. That's the purpose of the Internet. That's the purpose of podcasting. I don't want to talk about your stuff. I'm going to do it in an alternative way. I'm going to have a long form. I'm going to talk about it in a fun, sarcastic way with vulgarity. I'm going to talk about anything under the sun, even if it's wild. The aliens came and abducted me five years ago, and they did crazy experiments to me, and now I had an alien baby. If you want to start a podcast that says that, all the power to you. No one has to fact check you. No one has to verify it. It's up to you to decipher it and be like, wow, I believe them, or I just find it extremely entertaining but it's up to you as the listener because i don't know if the left understands this or not we have this cognitive ability to actually decipher what's right and what's wrong and actually understand the world around us based on our observations and while that may be getting tougher and tougher the reason it's getting harder and harder to decipher reality is because we so blindly follow people that tell us something to where we don't even recognize it when it's in our face when it's not true if you still have doctors saying that a cloth mask stops you from COVID-19, for example, then you don't live in reality because that obviously, very evidently, very reasonably does not make sense. And now the scientific community is saying that that's true, that it does not stop COVID. While we've been saying it for two years and we were silenced and I've had different medical disclaimers on my YouTube channel and they shut down my YouTube channel and they've suspended my Facebook pages numerous times because we are spreading misinformation. Now they say that it's actually accurate. Oh, yeah. Cloth masks don't actually work. But podcasts were a way of an open world, say whatever the hell you wanted to say. And Joe Rogan was the greatness of that. 
He talked with people. He had just a basic conversation. He never claimed to be a journalist. He never claimed to be some type of reporter. He never claimed to be an expert in anything. He's probably one of the smartest dudes that I've ever listened to on any type of platform, radio, TV, or podcasting, because he understands the topics and he knows exactly what questions to ask. As a talk show host myself, I would love to have the intellect that he does. I do not. I try to. And I learn from the guests that we have on the program by bringing the right people on to help understand. But I am in no way intellectual as Joe Rogan is when he has someone on and talks about uh, quantum physics for three and a half hours. (laughs) I can't do that as much as I enjoy that topic. I could not host a show doing that for three hours. But he never intended to be an influencer. He, He went in to be an entertainer, chat with people and have a great conversation. But apparently having two guests on his show that differ in opinion on the response of COVID-19, he now has to be silenced. And I don't get that. And I got to admit that I am a little upset as well with Joe Rogan himself with the response that he did that we'll play some clips here in a minute, uh, that with his response, because he said, well, I need to be more balanced and I need to bring on people uh, after having a controversial guest on to bring someone back on in the mainstream. He already does that. And I don't know why he had to apologize, because uh, for the two guests that he's brought on that countered the mainstream talking points, quote unquote, he's had close to 15 or 20 guests that are the mainstream. He had Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN for crying out loud talking about it. But yet he wants to be more balanced because how dare he step outside of the mainstream and he talk about it in a different way with a controversial, quote unquote, guest that, by the way, are probably the most the biggest experts in their fields of study. It's not like he brought on some backwoods hillbilly. Hey, do you like the masks, Bob? No, I don't. Mm. He didn't do that. He brought on actual experts, and yet he's still getting flagged for it. So we'll talk about this when we come back, why it's so important, and what Spotify is doing in response to this uh, kerfluffle as well. All that and more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Coming up. Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, 
Catch our special features and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. I know some are probably tired of hearing about this issue. Well, what does it actually matter? It's actually a big deal right now. And it needs to have the appropriate attention that it deserves with something like this. Because what happened? We have a free-range podcast that started off as entertainment who has become the second most influential guy in the entire nation, Joe Rogan and his podcast, even more so than the majority of mainstream media. According to the Forbes magazine, I think it was, or Business Insider, whoever it was, the most influential media people of 2021 was number one Tucker Carlson of Fox News and number two Joe Rogan with the Joe Rogan podcast on Spotify. Millions upon millions of people listen to the Joe Rogan podcast for entertainment purposes and for education. Now, he doesn't say this is the fact. He asks questions. So anybody that assumes, oh, he's just spreading misinformation is stupid because he doesn't say this is the fact. This is the truth. He says, wow, that makes sense. Or, wow, okay, hey, what about this? And the the expert says it, and then you can take it away from it what you want or don't want. He talks about aliens and abductions. He talks about physics. He talks about philosophy. He talks about MMA. He talks about everything on there, and it's ridiculous. So why does this matter to the everyday individual? Well, as you know, there are a lot of podcasters out there. Everybody in their kitchen sink has a podcast, which is why that's the way of media and way things are going. And for me as a radio host, you know, you got to adapt by putting the radio host show onto a podcast as well, which a lot of people listen to and I thank you for. We had like a massive amount of downloads on Saturday for whatever reason in Arizona this week, kicking butt this month. Thank you for that. We appreciate that very much. Uh, Coming out of the blue there with Arizona with a lot of listeners. So uh, we appreciate it. But that's what you do. It's an open, free reign platform to talk about anything in any way, shape, or form. So what is Spotify doing now because of this quote-unquote controversy and losing different artists to Spotify in protest of Joe Rogan and his quote-unquote misinformation is that according to Spotify now, they're set to release platform rules and their policies on podcasts. And any time that there's any content that is controversial regarding COVID-19, they're now essentially going to be doing what Facebook does by putting a content advisory on any podcast that includes a discussion about COVID-19. According to them, this advisory will direct listeners to our dedicated COVID-19 hub, a resource that provides easy access to data-driven facts, up-to-date information as shared by scientists, physicians, academics, and public health authorities around the world as well as linked to trusted sources. This new effort is to combat misinformation will roll out to countries around the world in the coming days. Joe Rogan talked about it as well on what he wants to do regarding this. So my pledge to you is that I will do my best try to balance out these more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspectives so we can maybe find a better point of view. I don't want to just show the the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions. Which he already does because he are, he's had to the two scientists that said against the narrative, he's had like 10, 15 scientists on that have agreed with the narrative. So I think that's silly. I, I, I got to admit and got to give credit to Joe Rogan. I mean, he is the ultimate guy at de-escalation of tense situations. I mean, obviously being a black belt in jujitsu and being a commentator for the UFC and for the MMA fighting, uh, he understands 
that uh, understands violence. He understands tense situations, and he is the ultimate guy at de-escalation. If you ever watched him hosting uh, Fear Factor as well, he did very good at de-escalating individuals who are extremely hot-headed. So I think this is all it is because he already does that. He does say he agrees with the labeling, which uh, to a degree, the labeling is not bad. It's kind of like the music back in the 80s and 90s where they're like, hey, we're going to put this like parental advisory label on it because it could be really bad. And most artists were like, yeah, go ahead and do it because kids will think that's really, really cool to be able to listen to that movie with the or the movie with or the music with the parental advisory sticker on there. So go ahead. The problem is, though, is if you start doing that to podcast, what's the next step beyond that? The censorship. You talk to someone outside of the mainstream, you talk to someone controversial, you're not allowed to do that. And let me tell you something. In the world of podcasting, the health podcasts are huge. There's Health health Freedom for Humanity that has a bigger podcast than Sanjay Gupta with CNN talking about medical issues and COVID-19. They have more downloads, they have more listeners, they have more followers than what a mainstream media outlet so shows. So when are you going to start canceling some of these podcasts? Because you know what's coming up next. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Monday, the greatest day of the entire week. I don't care what anybody says. You're a political therapist. One of these days, I swear, I'm going to come in with the sweater vest and the big long pipe and I'm your political therapist. Tell me your issues. We'll open up the lines. We'll find a way to get phone calls to just listeners and be able to you know, just let you vent, because that's what you need to do sometimes. The stuff's stupid. It's so ridiculous. By the way, programming note, I have decided for the monthly newsletter we do for the Hoosierholics and those that sign up for the free newsletter online that we will send out that email on Friday. I got most of it done. It's about wrapped up. want to tweak a few things, but if you don't sign up, highly recommend it. Totally free. Just go to the website, HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, Reason.com. We'll send you the monthly newsletter. Uh, that has our blog of the month on there. Yes, I write a blog. I'm a terrible writer. Uh, writing in English was always my horrible fact in, in English in, in school. So what do I do? I talk on the radio because I don't want to write it. But we do write a monthly blog on there. We have a kind of a motivational hoorah. You have your civic holidays that we give you for what's coming up for the month to celebrate civically and politically. We have things going on with the Hoosier Media Network and new shows that are coming on with podcasts. We have uh, kind of a recap of what's going on with this show, program with the Voice of Reason and a heck of a lot more. Sign up on there totally free. We won't 
spam you all the time, just seriously, just a once a month email at HoosierReason.com. It'll pop up, say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? And you say, heck yes, I do. That's what it's all about. Let's shift gears a little bit, kind of, and get to our guests. Super happy to talk with this guy again. What's trending today? As he is the host of the Drew Allen Show podcast. Yeah, as we're talking podcasting, he'd have a great insight for this as well. As uh, we go into one year of the Biden administration, we have the Joe Rogan shenanigans going on right now. But Drew, what's going on, brother? Happy New Year. Uh, Happy New Year to you. It's always good to be be on with you. And, you know, until you get the... uh phone line set up for the callers to call in you know i get to talk to you call me and you can be my therapist <laughs> that's right that's right I, we have an appointment and you know we can digress through some of this this is wild and i know you were listening a little bit before but uh, this joe rogan incident again it's a podcast show which you know you know better than anybody else you're a podcaster yourself i put my show up on as a podcast as well podcasting is was at least the last kind of wild west reign where anybody could talk about anything that's why it was the beauty of a podcast, why everybody in their kitchen sink tried to start a podcast on any topic they wanted to, from politics to current events to I got abducted and had three alien babies last month kind of thing. You could talk about anything you wanted to because the podcast was that free reign. But apparently, if Joe Rogan has two doctors on that are highly accredited, you're not allowed to because uh, you need to be censored. You need to have need to be flagged, probably need to be shut down, even though you've had 20 other people saying the mainstream talking points, you get two people that are contrary, and how dare you do that? You're spreading misinformation. Well, you know, it's so outrageous because if you tune in, and no one should, but to CNN or MSNBC or ABC or NBC or any of those, they don't have two different points of view. And, you know, Lester Holt, who I got to admit, I actually know him, um, spent a lot of time with him in New York when I lived there. He's a good guy, but in terms of of journalism um he's he's missed a step now but you know he said you know it's his not it's not his job to entertain basically two different perspectives but you know when it's our side you know we have to be challenged all the time and and i think joe rogan made very important points in that 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 video he made because he's saying um you know you know look all these things that have been called misinformation for so long well it's turned out that it's true uh, yeah. Joe Biden, who claimed, along with Rachel Maddow, of course, early on, that if you get the vaccine, the virus stops. You can't get it or transmit the virus. Well, that is misinformation. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But if you say that, then they don't like that. You're right. Now, the crazy part about this, where the reason I brought it up, because people are like Joe Rogan, you know, I listen to him, but I listen to him, I don't really care, not a big deal. But he said this because Spotify is now coming out to put this disclaimer on the podcast. One of the things that Spotify wants to do that I agree with is that at the beginning of these controversial podcasts, like specifically ones about COVID, is to put a disclaimer and say that you should speak with your physician and that these people and the opinions that they express are contrary to the opinions of uh, the consensus of experts, which I think is very important. Sure, have that on there. I'm very happy with that. Um, Also, I think uh, if there's anything that I've done that I could do better is uh, have more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones. Uh, I would most certainly be open to doing that. Now, 
again, like I said before the break, was that I don't know why he needs to do that because it's already been kind of a 20 to 2 ratio of mainstream to non mainstream guests that he's had on the program talking about this issue. But at the same time, putting, okay, putting a label on it, I get it. It's kind of the cool hip thing, just like I think music back in the 80s when they're like, oh, we're going to put a parental advisory sticker on music and kids are going to be like, cool, all right, that doesn't deter me. But that's going to lead to what we've seen before is, oh, it's got that label on it. You've been flagged as doing controversial content. Now we're not going to allow it to go through the algorithm to be more accessible. We're not going to allow it to be published sometimes because it's spreading, quote unquote, misinformation. And now we've essentially censored the one outlet that was the alternative outlet to the mainstream talking points. Yeah. And look, I, I, I want I want to make myself clear. I'm, I'm not here to attack Joe Rogan right now. That's not my intention. Um, but I do have a very serious problem with what he said there. People need to remember this, I think, about Joe Rogan. Um, he is a, a liberal Democrat, more or less. His friends in, in media, uh, in Hollywood, I mean, these people that are, are even patting him on the back, like The Rock. The Rock is not a conservative. Uh, he's a liberal. He lives in Hollywood. So I think there is pressure, uh, whether admitted or not, on Joe Rogan uh, to kind of um, you know, walk that tightrope. Um, and when he goes on his show, why people do tune in to him is because he is the voice of opposition. He's the one questioning these people. And it's not true that he doesn't have different opinions on there. He had Sanjay Gupta on there. Exactly. Uh, and then he has these doctors on there and they're, they're, they're credible. Uh, they, they're, they're well known. Um, and, and so that, that, that's simply untrue. And my problem is, you know, Joe Rogan's got it pretty good right now because He's got an audience of 11 million or whatever it is. Like you said, you know, he's second only after Tucker Carlson in terms of uh, his ability to, to connect with an audience and influence. And so, you know, Spotify is not going to rush to cancel him, but let's say it's me. I don't have 11 million listeners. Yeah. There's nothing to stop them from doing that to someone else. And I hope that he becomes a greater advocate, depending on how this goes, uh, for freedom of speech, because that was kind of a cop out to me. Yeah, I, I go back and forth. I don't like how he responded to this, and I agree with you on that front. At the same time, like, you know, he's he's a master at de-escalation, you know, being a commentator for the UFC and being, you know, a jujitsu guy where it's all about defense. Do you think that he was pandering because he's afraid of losing his $100 million contract with Spotify, or do you think it's just his way of trying to be the de-escalator here and just being like, I'm sorry I caused all this ruckus, I'm just going to try and do better? Well, I, I think that it's calculated. I don't think he's worried about losing any deals. The guy's got enough money. He's got it made. And he seems like a principled enough person that he, he and he has. He speaks up against this stuff. I mean, he got he grilled Sanjay Gupta and called him a liar to his face <laughs> and CNN, a liar. So so I, I think he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that, that, that where he's coming from, his audience, by the way, it's it's Democrats and Republicans. So that's an important thing to take into consideration as well. I mean, people who listen to me, uh, they might be independents, but the majority of my audience, I'm talking to mainly conservatives, and occasionally I get people and convert them if they stay with me long enough. But that's not Rogan's show. Rogan's show is getting people that it, it was an apolitical show. That's how it was built. Now it's become political uh, just because that rules our lives today. But it started out as just an entertainment show where, like you said, he talked about aliens, he talked about whatever it was. Yeah. And so I think he's just there. And that, that, that's his personality, right? He's a de-escalator, like you said. And, uh, and he is a really calm, soothing voice. He doesn't get riled up. Um, and, and that's part of his brand. 
That is very true. But like you said, regardless whether people believe like Joe Rogan, listen to Joe Rogan, it, it affects the entire industry of podcasting that's supposed to be this open world of whatever we want to. And I mentioned going into the break, there's another podcast from an organization called Health Freedom for Humanity. I, I'm a big fan of Health Freedom for Humanity. They've been on top of this since day one. Alex Zek, who's the president of Health Freedom for Humanity, uh, we will get him on the show. I know him uh, semi-decently. We've worked at different rallies and stuff together. He has a podcast for Health Freedom for Humanity that is a bigger podcast than even Sanjay Gupta with CNN uh, because they talk about this stuff and they are very anti uh, vaccine mandates. They talk a lot about what's in the vaccines, what the vaccine does, you know, the choice for you to make your choices, what you can do legally to be able to stop the mask mandates or vaccine mandates. And it's personal health choices, health, freedom for humanity. They have a bigger audience than even Sanjay Gupta in the podcasting world. When these labels and, and, and uh, flags start coming out on different shows, do you think those type of shows are also going to start getting flagged and they're going to start diminishing? Uh, I think that's definitely the intention behind this. Um, the reason your buddy's show is so big in terms of uh, the health conversation is the same reason Rush Limbaugh blew up in the back in the day. You know, he was kind of the first, right, cutting edge there to give an alternate opinion, something that wasn't available in the mainstream media. And so you can't go to CNN and ha hear conversations or get answers about their statistics and things like that. So you have to go to these other places. And now, because these people are gaining so much momentum, there's this great effort. And unfortunately, you know, look, I mean, you've got Apple Podcasts, you've got Spotify. Those are the two biggest ones out there. Yeah. And they can do a lot of damage to, to silence dissent. Yeah. And it's not even dissent. It's just you're not even permitted to ask questions anymore or think for yourself. Well, and that's the problem. And I think that they realize now that podcasting itself is a dangerous platform that's not going with the narrative with the mainstream media, which is why now there's a full-out assault on it. Just like when the Internet came out and it was kind of a wild, wild west with the Internet in itself, now it's censored, it's screened. You have the major ones that actually kind of you know filter through what you should see and should not see. And they're realizing podcasting, the fact that Joe Rogan could be the second most influential guy in the entire country with a podcast, not even a platform behind him, then they see that as a threat to their narrative. we got to take a break here. It's Drew Allen, host of the Drew Allen Show. You can find him online, DrewThomasAllen.com. Listen to his podcast as well with all the great content that he's got out there. And uh, this is, uh, again, if you listen to any type of content, any type of narrative, you got to realize it's starting to get censored even when we think it's kind of an open free reign and free world. And that's dangerous. Not just about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's the big one that's taking the heat on this, but it's going to start happening to all the little ones and the dominoes are going to start to fall. When we come back, we'll shift gears a little bit. We'll wrap this conversation up. We'll get into some of the other fun ones as well, getting into 2022 politics. It's going to be a fun year. Stay here on The, the Voice, Voice of Reason. Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on the first day of the week, trying to get you up and going for the week. I know it's hard. You got your juice going now. It's going to be easy throughout the rest of the week, right? (laughs) At least that's what we hope for. Welcome back into the show, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. You can find us any of our social media sites with the uh, handle at Hoosier Reason, H-O-O-S-E-R. That's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Yes, we do do the Tweety. I don't tweet a whole lot, but I'm still on there. Uh, Instagram, TikTok. I will be getting a getter. I have not gotten getter yet, but I will get the getter so people can get what I'm getting. You getting it? If people getting old of those jokes, Drew, I don't know. People might be getting tired of those, uh, those jokes. Drew Thomas Allen is the website. You can visit him. Drew Allen is the host of the Drew Allen Show podcast. And uh, do you have a getter? I don't. I, I need to get that one yet. Yeah, I, I just I got on there a couple of weeks ago because I got uh, temporarily banned from Twitter for mm. calling um, Joanne Reed a bimbo. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you rebel so I'm on there. I got I about do. yeah, yeah. Big. I, it was you know it really is a badge of honor for a conservative to get to get their Twitter banned. I was actually pretty proud. Yeah, I've never been banned on Twitter, but I every time I gain a, like five listeners or five followers on Twitter, then I lose a hundred. So I don't know what that's all about. Well, it's not, it's not a fair system, I can tell you that. It happens to a lot of people, and, um, and there's all sorts of suppression techniques and things they do. And, and I, I, I do believe I can corroborate this because I've talked to enough people out there who, who, who I don't know, are, are in influential positions who will get messages from people, and, and they're really going after the smaller guys to, to kind of prevent you from gaining an audience. So the platform is kind of mute for a lot of us sure yeah well that's very true let's get into shift gears a little bit let's get into a couple other topics here there's two stats or two uh polls that have come out according to newsmax.com that i want to get your thoughts on when it comes to what's the latest numbers number one 17 percent of americans right now approve of the direction the country is going (laughs) that's number one that's number one number two two two-thirds of americans according to a mammoth uh, mammoth poll Two-thirds of Americans say it's time to accept COVID-19 as part of our regular life. Your thoughts on these? Seventeen. I mean, Joe Biden, he's a year into his administration, and obviously he got the most amount of votes in, in American history ever ever before, like 85 million votes. 17% of Americans say we're going in the right direction right now. Yeah, so, so there's a couple ways to look at this. Uh, I would say, I mean, that's reality. Um, and what the media tries to do time and time again is that, 
they want to convince us that that it's the reverse, right? Uh, they want to convince us that those of us who want to move on from COVID are in the minority, that we're a small fringe group, like they're talking about these Canadian truckers for freedom, for example. And so it's absolutely damning. And it should encourage Americans to stand up and be uh, confident in asserting their beliefs about rational thought. Yes, we do need to move on. COVID is here to stay. Just live your life. Stop listening to the, the media, which paints an artificial reality that is divorced from what you witness and experience with your own eyes every single day. Yeah. I mean, that's what we have to do. It's weird that we could listen to people, and this, I guess, goes into COVID, this goes into other issues as well, that we blindly listen to people so much that when they tell us that they're not pouring water on the floor while pouring water on the floor right in front of our face, that we tend to believe it because they have some sort of stat, they have some sort of number, and they just say, I'm not doing it. And for some reason, people actually believe it in today's times. Yeah, and I got to read some, some some books on human psychology to start to understand this. I've just never been one of those people. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's my parents. It's just a gene. But uh, I have never given up my own penchant for rational thought and substituted it for the belief or words of someone else. I always examine things myself, even when I read articles. That's a human being on TV. That's a human being. And uh, they're just a, a, a moral flesh and blood. And they just have an opinion, and, 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 and they're not smarter than you. They're not uh, uh, wiser than you. They're not any of those things. And so uh, it's just it's odd to me that so many people do do this, but we know that's, that's human nature. Yeah, unfortunately it is. But that's why, again, your program, this program, other programs obviously out there are hugely influential because there's so much information. We don't know what to grasp, what to believe, and they continuously try to eliminate it to where you don't have to have that cognitive thinking ability. You just, okay, this is what they said, so therefore I'm just going to roll with it as my normal life now in the new norm. And when we question that, that's why it's so important for us. So keep up the work, my friend. It's Drew Allen. DrewThomasAllen.com is the website. Go and check it out. Let's do this again real soon, man. It's going to be a fun year. I'm excited going into midterm election. Me too. There'll be a lot to talk about, brother. Hey, always a good time. That's right. There's going to be a lot to talk about in elections. I'm feeling optimistic about because I know that everybody in this audience has a cognitive ability to think, at least the ones that semi-agree with us on the majority of some issues. Once in a while. Mostly. <laughs> Until then, back at it tomorrow. We have a laundry list of guests to get to this week, and we look forward to doing that. Thanks again to Drew Allen. Always a great chat with him. And uh, we'll get him on the show again real soon. Until then, be your own voice of reason. It's time for you to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.